I'm Sandra Christian. Welcome to Self-Reflective Conversations, the podcast. Self-reflection is when you seriously take time to think about your character and behavior, analyzing where it comes from, what it means to you, is it working for you, and what can you do about it? And this journey starts now. Inner voice. Throughout my life, I've had voices in my head. Most people have these voices, and I was pleased to hear that I was not the only one. My inner voices were phrases I repeated in my head that initially came from people in my social environment, people I lived and worked with, my partners, business and personal, family, friends, and others I encountered on my journey. And have they helped me? Yes, in many ways they have. But the voices that have helped me the most have been the things I said to myself. I cannot differentiate between the voices I heard from others and what I said to myself, but I do know that there are two types of voices. The positive said things like, take responsibility, never complain. If you do not like something, change it. If you cannot change it, change the way you think about it. And I can do anything I set my mind to doing. These voices were encouraging and developed how I thought and behaved. The negative voices made statements like, you are worthless, you have made a mistake again, you are always clumsy, you won't amount to anything, and you don't belong. These negative voices were discouraging and often debilitating. Someone once asked me, why are you not sad about the things that have happened to you? This is how I kept from being sad. I listened to my internal voice and replaced the negative statements with positive ones. This does not happen immediately. Often it takes time, a great deal of listening and long periods of being discouraged before I can think of a positive statement to say to myself. But a positive statement always comes. One of the positive statements I repeated to myself recently was, acceptance before action. I had always done things the other way around. For me, it was always action first. I now try to accept the situation and my feelings first before I go into any action. If I had mastered this attitude earlier on in life, I think some things would have been different. Why are my internal voices so important? Since these are rooted in my beliefs and are generally very personal, the impact they have had on my life caused me to either give up or move forward. My positive internal voices have been a constant guide on my journey and they have helped to give and maintain direction and focus. And the best thing is that I can change the voices myself. When my internal voices are not effective or are not serving me well, it gives me the opportunity to change them. I'm very pleased to have Anita Winrich on the call with us today. Anita, welcome, and I'm really pleased that you are here. Would you introduce yourself to the audience, please, and tell us why you have chosen this topic? Hi, everyone. My name is Anita Windrich. I was raised in South Africa. I'm 59 years old. I live in the Netherlands, have been here for the last 33 years. I chose a topic which I find is probably one of the most difficult subjects 
in the book because it's the most difficult thing to change or to influence. And the topic I chose is those voices in my head. Thank you. I'm very pleased you've chosen this topic because this is one of the things that I've been dealing with all my life as well. So you have voices in your head. What do these voices say to you? I have several voices. There is one which is a, a scolding voice. That voice, I call it my second personality. She plays on my conscience. She plays on my fears and she challenges me. She'll say things like, was that okay what you just said? Or that was not very kind or considerate or compassionate. And look at you, you're all irritated again. It's you that's the problem. It's not them. These are the kinds of conversations that go on in my head. So that's the one voice you hear, but you said that yeah. you've got other voices as well. So can you tell yes. me? Yes. I have other voices. I have voices that um, tell me, for example, when I'm playing music and I'm right in the middle of something and I make one mistake, then the voice says, oh, look at you, you've made a mistake. You're no good. You see, you're not good enough. The other musicians are a lot better. Uh, you should stay with your level. All of these distracting messages that actually, as I say, are distracting and break my concentration. And these voices, are they your own voice or are they voices of other people? They're pretty much my own voices. When I was younger, I used to think that a school teacher who scolded me for being disobedient, that that was the voice. Or And later on, as I grew up, I used to put that voice to a, a superior person in a job. Or Nowadays, it's no one. It's an invisible, I call them my invisible twins. They're my own voice. I think maybe subconsciously I've even chosen to make them my own voice because I'm making an effort to change uh, how I respond to, the, to what they say to me. And why do you think you hear these voices? Hmm, I think I hear them because I doubt. I doubt the things I do or I doubt about how I respond to certain uh, situations. And I think importantly... Recently, I've learned to respond to what my body signals are. When my head and my body don't tally with each other, then I know there's something not quite right. Can you tell us a little bit more about your body telling you things? How do you feel it in your body? When your body has a kind of anxious feeling, for example, if I'm playing my bass guitar and I'm sitting in a group and my palms start to get wet, or I feel tension in my neck or in my back, then I know this all has to do with what I'm telling myself. And, and then I focus on, all right, get this body relaxed, relax, relax, drop your shoulders, stop if you have to, have a sip of water and continue. And they're very, very helpful. And also when I'm lying awake in bed, I become aware of how is my face? Is it relaxed? Is my body relaxed? And when I start focusing on that, everything changes. The voice becomes softer. In fact, the voice just disappears. 
Anita, if I'm hearing you correctly, you are basically saying that you're using your body to actually calm your mind. So when you say, I'm telling my body to relax, how do you do that? Okay, so, you know, like in yoga, which I do gladly and often, you can do a full body scan or you can, uh, like right now, I can think to myself, okay, are my shoulders raised? Yes, they're raised. Right, relax my shoulders. Uh, open my palms, put my both feet on the ground and feel relaxation and I don't know how it works, but it seems to work every time. Your breathing then changes because when you're anxious, you, uh, I tend to talk quickly and don't breathe well. When you relax physically, you breathe better. And all of that deters from what you're listening, from the voices in your head at that particular moment. And you can actually even fake a smile. You know the expression, fake it until you make it. Mm -hmm. If you relax your face and you bring on a smile, things happen in your body and they happen in your mind. You go from negativity to positivity. So if you relax your body, your yeah. mind and what you're thinking changes. Does it change it or does it take the voice away? It changes for example, if I'm fearful, I've been in some situations where I've had extreme fear, like during skiing, and you're in a situation and you're thinking, ooh, I've got myself into a bit of a mess here, I need to get off this slope, you know, it's off-piste or something. And when, you, when that voice starts talking about fear, you're actually not thinking clearly. And then those moments when you think, relax, relax your body, focus on technique, focus on safety, all of these things. So the voice is, is following the signal, responding to the body signal, and then the body signal almost talks back to the voice and says, okay, you're, you're doing well now. Now you can proceed safely. And okay, that's a, a special situation, but in a, in a work environment, um, if you're feeling anxious or a little irritated or, you know, then the same thing applies. You tend, your body tenses up and it just takes a millisecond to become aware of it, to relax it. And the voice changes. Don't ask me how it works, but it works. It sounds amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah okay. it really is. Right. So, but tell me, do you hear voices only when they say negative things to you? Or do you have positive voices in your head as well? Well, you see, now that's why I chose this subject, because I'm trying to focus on bringing in that positive personality, if you can call it that positive voice, the one who says, uh, you're doing really well. Look how well you've done. Look what this means, what you've just done for another person, or don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself praise. That is what's happening say oh maybe the last year I mean maybe with with this lockdown you know where you spend more time not rushing around so much that message has landed and it's something you know that you have to work on con constantly but it really does work because I can see situations where 
something happens and then I'm aware of the fact that a year ago I would have responded differently to that. And, and that, so that's the, the voice that is praising me and says, look, 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 look how well you're doing. And then when you do the fake it as you make, you know, fake it until you make it when you smile in a situation like that, if there's a person opposite you and they see you smile, they actually smile back, surprisingly. How often do you need to repeat this positivity? You're actually yeah. saying to yourself, come on, hey, I'm doing well. Yes. You have it, to remind it, it, yourself to say these things often. Very often. I think it's very situational. What we all tend to do, and I particularly, is go into automatic pilot mode. So you respond to situations the way you've always done. The biggest challenge is to become aware of that and respond differently. And so that means you have to repeat this message to yourself over and over again. But in fact, because I said that the body is actually talking now, you know, like if I'm driving and I feel that I'm clutching the steering wheel, and I think, so why am I clutching? And then I relax my hands and then things happen. Everything relaxes. It's unusual. I, I don't know where it is. Maybe it's in the nerves. Maybe there's a in the brain, but it works. It works really, really well. And you say it hasn't been a long time since you've been experiencing no. this. So what actually made you aware of using your body to help your mind to relax? That was when I had too many occasions where the voice said to me, you didn't handle that very well. You could have done that differently. And then I say back to the voice, yes, you're right. I could have done that differently. And uh, somebody once told me, if you want to change a habit, you need to do it, I think they said a hundred times differently before it becomes real. Uh, it was a large number of times. And also take little steps at a time. I'm, I'm happy with that. So even if I, in my own mind, fail three times and do well once, I'm happy with that. So it's more about my response to situations. It's also about thinking about what you, how you respond before actually responding. And also taking into consideration that if it's towards a person, that that other person also has a story. It can't always be that I'm right and they're wrong. There's always a reason for their kind of response. And I think when you say um, how often, yes, it's every time it happens. So sometimes it could be every hour that you, you say to yourself, become aware. And it's thoughts, basically. It's the voice, but it's also your thoughts. Become aware of what you're saying. How are you thinking? How did those thoughts just change your attitude? And how can you bring it back so that, you be, so that this moment can be happy? Do you think that these voices may have come from the way you were raised? Or is it something that you developed over time by yourself? I developed it over time. Yeah. I developed it over time. And I think maybe that's because of my age. You know, when I was 20, I wasn't aware of all of this. When I was 30, I wasn't aware of it. I think as you age, you just become wiser, I think, also through experience. I've also learned, or I'm rather trying to learn, to teach myself to not see things as a problem, but rather as a possibility. Because in that way, you can then 
feel different about it. You can do something about it. A problem is always so negative and a possibility, yeah, gives you, you change it into facts and it becomes a possibility. Thank you so much, Anita. This has been extremely interesting. Are there any special tips you'd like to give the audience as you leave about dealing with the voices in your head? I think it's very simple. Is firstly, become aware of them. Don't deny them. Give them a name even. Make them personable. Talk to them, giving each one a name. Don't ignore it. And make the conversation with that person light, almost as though you're uh, thinking, oh, you know, I want to have a nice, happy conversation. And be kind to that voice because it really does help us. It's it's our conscience, but it also helps us in, in situations. It helps us to think clearly and to make right decisions. If you don't become aware of them, and you deny their existence, then you're actually not open to to changing them or to respond. I think that probably over the years, I've cha- I, I used to have like four or five, and I think I only have two left. I didn't give them a name, by the way. I just I think they just disappeared. So thank you so much, Anita. It's been wonderful having you on the show today. Let's hope that this podcast is an absolute inspiration to others too. I hope so too. Thank you for for inviting me. I really enjoyed doing it. Pleasure. Thanks a lot. I'm Sandra Christian and you've been listening to Self-Reflective Conversations, the podcast. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcast or Castbox and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. Join me next week for another self-reflective conversation with one of my special guests. Thank you for listening.